don't, I just know this scripture's on my heart. And it's open the book of Luke. And it's, it's familiar in the 17th chapter. I think about uh, some things, things like I think about a lot. Uh, things, things like they're, they're on your mind more than others sometimes uh, in, in the scriptures, especially with me. Uh, and I, I, I think I think about the, the scripture what it says the things that are seen are temporal. The things that are not seen are eternal. And I know you usually mention that a lot, but I think about that. And it's, it's God's way, I guess, in my heart. For who I am, he, he keeps me. He keeps me. Keeps it real to me in my life. That, that don't don't get focused on everything you see. Man. Don't get focused on everything you're looking at. That's not all there is to this. And 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 so many times that's where we get wrapped up. And then I we're too busy talking about the prayer and You know, it's looking and trying to figure everything out. We want to we want to figure it out. We're just human, and we want to know. Uh, within ourselves that we can fix things and we can figure out and get down to the but but a lot of times we, we cause ourselves a lot of grief uh, looking at everything that's around us and trying to figure out how we're going to fix it when it's not our place to fix it it's just our place just to follow Jesus and and because and, the things that we're we're looking at around us this is all temporary I don't care if it's, if it's uh, from the problems we see to the to the joys that we have in the, the the natural life, these things are all temporary. They're passing away, and and one of these days there'll be no more. But but this scripture right here, uh, you think about, and like I say, maybe this is just different to a lot of people. But and I'm not just really trying to get into doctrine or anything tonight. But 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 I think about how that even even uh, a lot of our our, our people, our churches. Are, are focused on what they can see, and they're focused on what they can do, you know, and 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 they're they're trying to uh, rebuild kingdoms. They're trying to set up things naturally in this life because we we want to think we've got a part in this. We want to think we're doing something about it. And and uh, uh, like I say, I, I I know I'm not trying to get doctrinal, but I will if I have to. It's uh, but but there's a, there's a whole lot of odd beliefs in this life. There's a whole lot of different uh, scriptural uh, controversies if you'll have it but I'm thankful for a simple mind that I've got and I'm thankful that God just speaks to me uh, Tony is reading that about the foolishness of preaching and these type things you know uh, I'm thankful the Lord can just take the most foolish thing there is and confound the wise and I promise you tonight you're looking at the most foolish thing there is there's no wisdom in me there's no understanding in me and I say it a lot of times, you know, if you just understand, really, if you knew as much about me as I know, it just blows your mind sometimes that, that I'm even able to put one foot in front of the other. I grew, I grew up, and, and I've, I've told this before, and maybe I'll just say a few words and testify and, and read this, but I grew up and I still remember before I was saved that big family Bible we had. You just heard me maybe tell this. That big old family Bible, and I was just a kid, and I'd get scared at night, and I'd get worried and, about things. We wasn't in church, and I can remember going in there to that Bible, and I'd open that up, and I'd look in it, 
And I'd see all them words in there. And then to me then, it was just words. It was just a bunch of words. And I'd look and I'd see some of them was red, some of them was black. And I'd think. And I'd go and I'd just pick me out a spot. I didn't know what to do. I just opened it up and I'd pick a spot and I'd go to read it and it just didn't make lips sense. And I thought, how is that supposed to be? How can that ever, how can I ever understand all of these things? And if, even at that age, I was lost. And I started asking God, I, I want to know what these things mean. What, what is this, what am I supposed to be seeing in this? And as I got older, the Lord started opening some things. And after I got saved, truly saved, that's when God started opening scriptures to me. And, and, and no, no, I can't sit down here and explain some of what this world calls the most deepest scriptures. And these people charges people to come listen to them explain the word of God. No, that ain't, that ain't me. You know, he just takes a few little old scriptures. And he opens up a few little old things to me. And... And, and, and all that that I once thought I'd never understand, I've seen the most important things that was in all of them letters and in all them words. And that's that name I preached about this morning, the name of Jesus. That's the most important things. And, and it's not for me to understand the things that He don't want me to understand and He don't want me to see yet. It's not, it's not for me to understand all of that. But, but I'm to understand what He gives I'm to understand what the Lord reveals to me. It ain't for me to be trying to figure out stuff He don't want me to see yet. But I just want to read, I want to read just maybe just a little bit of scripture right here. In this 17th chapter of, of, of Luke. Very, very familiar, I'm sure. In the 20th verse. He said, and when He was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And that's very simple scripture, I guess you'd say. And it's, 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 a, a, it's a whole lot, I think, misunderstood. But that right there, as I was saying, the things that we see are, are temporal and the things that are not seen are eternal. The night I got saved, Jesus Christ came to live in me. My soul was redeemed from hell and I became a part of the kingdom of God. Why well, I've never laid my eyes, these old natural eyes, I've never laid my eyes on Israel, I've never laid my eyes on the, the natural Jerusalem. And I can tell you, I probably never will. You know what? I don't have to. And the same things that I, in this book that I used to look at as a kid and wonder, how am I going to understand? And is growing up and trying to figure out scriptures and beliefs and doctrines and things as I got older and got to growing in this. The Lord just revealed a few things to me pretty simply. I'm not looking for no kingdom to come. And I'm not looking for nothing to be set up on this earth. I'm not looking for anything natural to ever be placed here. You know, he said, except the Lord build a house, labor, labor in vain. And there's a whole lot today of trying to build up things on this earth. But I'm thankful what God has set up, has set up down in the hearts of men. You know what, if I had a natural, a natural 
a kingdom and a natural dwelling and things on this earth, uh, from everything I read, this whole place is going to burn. From everything that I understand in the Word of God, this is all going to perish. If it's something I think I can lay my natural eyes on, if I can lay these two eyes that's in my head right now on it, it's going to perish. That's a temporary something, but I'm thankful the kingdom of God is established forever. It's an eternal kingdom. It's an eternal dwelling for the children of God. Right now, I just get the, I get the benefits of it. I get the earnest of the Spirit, and I get to enjoy those things. One of these days, you, I'm going to have a natural body, or a, a spiritual body like unto His, and I'm going to get to enjoy this kingdom in its fullness. I Right now, I just think through a glass garden. Right now, I'm just getting, I've got the full understanding that it's mine and I'm his and all of these things. One of these days, and it's full. I'm going to lay aside this old flesh. And I'm going to get to enjoy the joys of God. That's on the inside of me that gets bigger than what's on the outside sometimes. It's going to come to its fullness. And this old thing right here is going to die away one day. This old brain of wheat right here is going to fade away. I'm thankful that the true life is going to spring forth one day in my life. I'm thankful what I've got don't come with observation. I'm thankful it don't come with my eyes because if it did, it'd perish. What I've got is set up within me. It's eternal. You just really grab a hold of that. Our family ain't been able to be here since back in December because no flesh to give out on it. They could be something hit me tomorrow. I, now, I couldn't make it back to the house of God. And if my entire salvation is based on my church attendance, even though I strive all my life to be able to do that, something hit me and I couldn't come. And it could all get walked away. I'd be sad shape, wouldn't I? But I'm thankful that wherever I'm at, the kingdom goes with me. There's a desire in my life, don't get me wrong, to be at the house of God. To be in the presence of God's people. To walk in fellowship one with another. There's a desire there to do that <clears throat> like you can't even understand. It excites me when it comes to church time. And, I, and, and, and when, I, when I come into the house of God, it excites me. Who's going to be here? And, 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 and when I come out of the prayer room, it gets proven in my heart. When I turn that corner, I come in here, and I come out of that prayer room, and I go to thinking, who's going to be sitting there? Is it going to be one of my objects there tonight? I'm thankful I've got something down inside me that can excite me like this. God's real to me. I've got evidence that on the inside. There's a lot today that's looking for their benefits here in this natural world. And they're looking for things they can lay their hands on. They're looking for things that they can put their eyes on. They're looking for works they can do in their own flesh to gain favor with God. They're missing the whole, the whole, the whole part of this whole thing. They're missing all the joy that's in serving God, all the joy that's walking with God. If you back up in, in here in about the 15th chapter, 
I didn't know how the Lord would tie all this together, but if you back up in about the 15th chapter, you'll read about a man that had a lot of riches. And he had two sons. And he divided his living amongst them, and he gave it to them. One of them went out and wasted every day. And I got to thinking on that man right there, as he went out and done that. And of course, all of us looks, we've seen people do that. We've seen people just go out and waste their life on, on everything in this world and the next thing you know, they're right there in the whole lot. Some of us sitting in here has probably done it. And I've thought about that man. All that time he had lived in the comforts of the father's house. All that time that the, the father divided unto him his wealth, he gave him. He gave him an ability to have something and he wasted it. And it didn't get real to him until he got took all the way to the bottom. All the way down into the hall line. There, all before that, Carmen had his eyes on what he could see. All the time before that, he had Chad, he had his eyes on what he could get his hands on. I've got money. I've got friends. I've got a good time. I've got women. I've got everybody that, I, that the world can give me. There's a lot today that's right there. It's on what they've got their eyes on and what they can get their hands on. But boy, when it got brought down to the bottom, when he got brought down to where those things wasn't there no more, and the only thing he had in his hands was just the filth of the old hogwash. And he looked down and he realized, this is where I came to. All the blessings of heaven. And he got his eyes down there in that hogwash. He couldn't see a rich. He couldn't see a woman. He couldn't see all the things that he had been desiring in his life. And when he got his old natural eyes closed to the things of this world, you know what started to happen? The Bible said it came to himself. I would to God today that if he get to where we start coming to ourselves, and we get our eyes off everything around us, he wasn't even looking to the hog lot no more. His heart got desires, and he got to remembering the Father's house. And it wasn't coming with his natural observation no more, was it? It was coming from the depths of his soul. He got to desire the goodness of the Father's house. I'm thankful. If we come to ourselves sometimes, you get to realize that there's some benefits in serving God. There's some benefits at the Father's house that the world can't see. While he went back there to the Father's house, preacher, he got a new robe. He got fat and tight. He got a ring on his finger. He went right back to the riches of the world. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I'm telling you, when that old boy got home, he didn't look at daddy's thing no more. That old boy got back to the house. He didn't look at the servants around him saying no more. I guarantee you, he didn't take for granted the best robes that the father had that he was aware of. I guarantee you, when he sat down with good wheels in the father's house, he didn't take for granted no more. He wasn't desiring the things of the world rising no more. He had his eyes on the father's house. He had his eyes on being a servant under the one that gave him a roof over his head. Under the one that fed his family, under the one that kept him clean. 
how <laughs> would to God today that we get our eyes off everything because we think we've got this world. And just realize how good it is to come in here on Wednesday, come in here on Sunday and sit down at a good full table, sit down under a good clean garment, sit down in the midst of good servants of God and enjoy the presence of the Lord. Be able to sit down with the Father one more time when at one time in your life you're so far away from Him that you didn't know if He'd ever accept you back. But be able to come one more time and sit down with Him again. Get our eyes off the things that we see with these natural eyes. Get our eyes off the mark. And realize this time we turn down here by God remember. Every time we get in the spirit, we're sitting down with the Father. You get the history goodness of God. Let me tell you something. That old boy come home. His brother comes and wondering what all the emotions and the music and the dancing and the thing was. That man had been sitting in the father's house and never left by. Never once appreciated the good things. Never once appreciated. You know what the greatest thing was in that house? It wasn't the riches. Oh, it wasn't the natural riches. You know what the greatest thing was in that house? The love of the Father. The love of the Father. He said, Son, you're with me always. Everything I got yours. But yet he wanted to look over and get mad. Because here that brother went out and wasted everything. He came back home and the Father gave it all right back to him. Gave all the benefits. Let him eat like a child on eat in the Father's house. Everything I got yours. Everything you want, I'll help you. He said, delight thyself also in the Lord to give you the desires of your heart. I'm thankful for a father that loves his children. That old boy had been sitting right there in the father's house all that time and never did see what he was just sitting in the middle of. I would go today, I'm afraid to go to you sitting there. Sitting around the house of God, don't even realize how busy God. I've never drank, I've never run around. I've never done a lot of things a lot of people have. You can't tell me, I've been lost. Let me tell you something that old boy never left the father's house. He's more lost than the one that went out once again. He sure was. Because he wasn't taking advantage of what was right there in his hands. Opportunity. The love of the Father. A lot of times we sit back in our own self-righteous attitudes and think we're doing better than somebody else out here in the world. And we're in the same shape they are. Sometimes worse shape they are. Because you want to know something, that old boy comes to himself. That old boy see what he was. He saw he was a fifty rotten nasty old sinner that stuck in the nostrils of his father. 
They come to himself. You know what he did? He made his way back home. There was one that was sitting around the house, so caught up in his own pride that he didn't even enjoy the benefits of everything that's around him. I'm afraid a lot of us have lost sight of this truth of what we've got. Get our old natural eyes closed and get our spiritual eyes open. We're serving the God of our serving of a life on the back. He's scared about the battle of the Lord. Just open his eyes for a minute and he's all on. He's God filling the mountainside all around him. He got ready to get in the fight. Oh, he had his eyes on with the battle and the what was ahead of him. He thought he was going to have to do it. We could see our eyes on the power of God. His capabilities. His love. You know how this kingdom comes? Not with observation. What you mean? We need to get our pure minds stirred, stirred up by way of remembrance sometimes. Back down in the depths of your soul and realize who you God is. Realize what He's capable of. That He spoke this world into existence. That He created man and put the breath of life in His nostrils and made Him a living soul. And on that cross, What else needs to be done for our kingdom to be ready? Nothing. Not for this view to do that, not for this gate to get set, not for this to be done, not for that to be done, not for none to cover a foot and over there that's been covered up for thousands of years. No. I read what he says, finished. It's finished. You know what it took to build our kingdom? A supreme sacrifice. A supreme acceptable sacrifice to appease the wrath of God. To atone for man's sin. Don't go in and have his kingdom to hide for his people. We just had to have a way to get in. This man takes home and his food. Why? You didn't have to get back in there. You got to get home to Jesus. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't like getting a hold of Isaac Woody. It ain't like doing that right there. You know how you get a hold of this man Jesus? Don't get a hold of him. Believe in my heart. Confess in my mouth. And I shall be saved. He didn't say reach out with your old grubby hands. Can you get a hold of him? Believe it in your heart. You know what moves into that empty space that is once your soul? Kingdom of God. And the comforter of all comforters. Kingdom of God. Then you know what you find out in your life? That greater is he that's in you. That he gets in this world. 
Get your eyes off of everything around you. Get focused on God. And understand you're not going to see everything that's happening. You're not going to see the work that's going on down in your granny's heart all the time. You're not going to see the things going on in Michael's life all the time. Don't get discouraged. Just pray, God, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Don't you get discouraged at all. You just keep trusting God. Keep believing. Them balls going to be sitting here one day. Keep trusting that that boy of yours is going to be sitting on you right beside you. Keep believing this faith and keep understanding that not everything that's happening that means you're going to see it. Just keep enjoying the kingdom that you're in. Keep enjoying the peace and the joy and the love in the Father's house. You know where that brother should have been? Well, I understand that the father was looking for that boy to come home. You know where that brother should have been? Right beside the father. Should have been right there. You know who should have been behind the father when he fell on that old boy's neck and kissed him? That brother. That brother should have been right there and said, Brother, I've been waiting on you. Brother, I've been looking for you. You want to know where the church ought to be? Right there, I'm looking for the leader coming in here. <coughs> Walk out of that prior room and expect to see all the parties sitting right here. Walk out of that prior room and expect to see Dean Ball sitting right back there. Walk out of that prior room and expect to see Michael Brown sitting right there. Have enough faith to believe in some things you ain't seen yet. Trust in the God that comes to you Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you'll reap if you think not. Pray that some be weary in faith before they reap the promise of God and they die in the wilderness and the old carcass just wastes away out there without ever getting to truly enjoy watching him overcome the giants watching him conquer everything he looks unconquerable he looks out it's just what God we serve and he miss out on the blessings of the victory and he falls I don't think to you like a man who makes every day discouraged and felt like running. You've been dying, but I, I just stay when I, when I run. Hey, I've been dying, I won't lie to you. You don't know what's coming from my life? Times when I stay. Times when I got established. Times when I trusted God in His promises. I trust my life back when I'm coming back down the window. I can't remember real good. Say something, just, just as clear in my mind. And I go back to that little boy reading that Bible. Simple little father. And I go back to thinking, how can I ever understand 
Then I go back to the first scriptures. And people may wonder why in the world that means so much to me. I go back to the first scriptures. I'm just really fresh in my heart. After I got saved, you don't teach things by Without me, you can do nothing. Well, that's simple. That's not, that's not dissecting Daniel and Ezekiel and showing me all the prophecy preachers. That's all the prophecy I need. Without him, I can't do nothing. What else do you need to know? When I had questions, wondered about, about, about doctrines and scriptures, God opened up the simplest things to me and he revealed the truth. I didn't need some theologian to dissect it ten different ways to where I didn't understand one word he is saying. But I just get, uh-huh. No. No, God revealed. He said it. And it's there today. And he won't shake it. Who we'll gets settled in that right there? Trust God with every bit of it. Don't try to go with the state when you ain't got nice baby food yet. And let's just eat what God spreads the table. Mm-hmm. Listen, all right. I still ain't going to drop that baby food. You know what? He's growing me in that. Mm-hmm. You want to know when I take a big bite of steak? Well, I close these eyes one day. Mm-hmm. And I see him for myself mm-hmm. some day. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I'm going to eat on the real way. Oh, I'm going to get deep in this morning. Tell you how fast you dead. You let the old boys go no swimming. Oh, I'm going to know it all one of these days, darling. And then I can go back and I can remember that day when that Bible just seemed like a bunch of red and black words. And I know they can promise one day I'll understand everything. One of these days it'll all be revealed to me. I don't have to know it now, Isaac. I don't have to know it all now. Do you know what I have to know? That Jesus Christ came. He gave His life as a sacrifice for mine and your sins. You want to know what our lost people needs to know, Bobby Griffin? That Jesus Christ came. He gave His life and He died for their sins. They don't have to eat all of this big meat we try to feed them. They just need to eat the meat of Jesus Christ. Because the old baby gets born, you bring it home, you shove a big old T-bone down the snow, you're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. You just believe God knows how to feed his children. He don't need us to separate them off. Get that straight right now. He don't need to separate us off and put us out there in children's church to let the adults have service and the children have service. No. God knows how to feed all of His children at once. He set some down to, to certain things at meal and some down to others, but He'll feed every one of us. He gives the understanding and the knowledge of for the moment. Our ways is not His way, and our thoughts is not His thoughts. And the things of God are not our thoughts. The revelation of Jesus Christ comes through being on the human spirit on the Lord's God. How did John get re- revelation? I was in the spirit on the Lord's God. What did that mean? I 
That's my little testimony for tonight. I thank the 